This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. It's Don and Steve. It's My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Brittany is in for Donna. Why are you giggly? <laughs> oh, gosh. It's Be fine. A it's a Monday. Well, here's what's happening. I'm, what? I'm, okay. So we've been running a little bit of a prank on oh. Donna. Check your phone, Brittany. I just sent you <laughs> an update. Oh, no. And now I feel bad. Now I know that she's in the weeds. Oh, so no. let me explain what happened. Let me explain. Let me explain. The plot thing. Oh Lord! Oh, I love this. I'm sweaty. Now someone, if someone she knows is going to text her right yeah, now, don't text her. Don't, don't text, text her. Don't text her. Stand I, down. I am fighting the urge of telling her yes. I'm just not responding to one of her texts to give her more anxiety about saying no to me for Thursday. Tell okay. us what's going on, Steve. So here's what has happened. Um, this is why pranks are always a bad idea. I know. They make me I uncomfortable. Regret it. I already. Oh. <laughs> You're taking off your Calvin Klein denim? All right. Here is what is going on. Ryan Purpich and I are trying to set up a lunch with Donna. I am uh, not shooting episodes of Twin Cities Live this week. We're just doing other shoots, but it frees up my lunch hour. Like, I get a little more flexibility in the afternoon that I don't normally have. So I said to them, why don't we do Friday, or uh, Friday, right after Ryan gets off the news, he's off the clock at 1 p.m. Donna will have finished some radio post-production duties. We can all just run across the street and grab lunch. Ryan said, I can't. I'm working till 5. And we've been working on this for a year and a half. I mean, yeah. this is legitimately like before the COVID. We were like, we need to get together. We need to get together. So she says, uh, he says, Thursday would be best. Donna says, okay, I got to get through security. I'll text you back later. So now we've got Thursday is the best day for Ryan. And we've really been working on this. Then Brittany said that she would send Donna a text message saying, hey, we should get lunch this week. Did you suggest Thursday? Yeah, I said Thursday's open for me, girl. And yes. he handcrafted me a very long message you could tell was thought out. Yeah. Thank you so much for helping out. I have lunch with Steve and Ryan on Thursday, which now we know is a I, lie. First of all, I didn't even know that that, no, well, no, it came to you in that time, which means that, that she had somehow confirmed with Ryan and I without actually telling Ryan and I that she had confirmed. So she was putting story. you on a like holding pad of just stay there. Then Dawn said that Donna had been reaching out to her to set up a lunch sometime this week as well. So Dawn, we have now charged her with reaching out to Donna and really trying to up the ante. And by the way, I just heard from uh, from Donna, and I have an update on this. But Dawn is now going to reach out to Donna saying, and she may have already, hey, how about Thursday of this week? Um and Thursday would be best. And by the way, perfect timing because I really need a friend to talk with right now. <laughs> Pres- I don't. Every anxiety that everyone has going yes. out of quarantine, we're putting all <laughs> on, Donna. on Donna right this now. So She's any like, social, like, because right now, too, it is true. Like, 
the weekends are already packed. I have bridal showers, baby showers, all this stuff. And so I have that weird anxiety, too, of being like, listen, I can only do so much. We are literally, I think this is online bullying, but it's via text. (laughs) Okay, so then I'm trying to figure out if Dawn had already reached out. Because then Donna hits me and Ryan after we get the confirmation through her text to Brittany that I guess we're on on Thursday. (laughs) Donna hits Ryan and I up with actually have dentist appointment after the show on Thursday. Wednesday? Question mark. Do we think she really has? I don't know. I think she's just this Thursday dead to me. Did, she's going to be sick. <laughs> Thursday doesn't exist. Too or, many things. Did Dawn, so now I've reached out to Dawn trying to figure out, had she already put out the pressure of Thursday? And is Dawn plotting to switch to Dawn, sensing more of a friend need, being <gasps> a good friend? Or does she value her friendship way more than she values, values you and Ryan's? For, oh, she does. She, she does. Yes, well, she does. I got pushed next week, and I saw that coming. I know. I know. <sighs> All Listen, right, we'll I wait. got Taylor Swift news. <laughs> wait and hear back. I'll let you know when we get an update on all that. I feel very awkward. Uh, feel... Uh, what's going on with Taylor Swift? Always interested to hear about her career. Uh, in the Swiftiverse, we've got... Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so we all know she's re-recording all of her albums. She's dropped that she's... The next one that she's going to give us is in fall is Red. Uh, Ed Sheeran teased, because they were like, Hey, Ed Sheeran, have you done your song yet with uh, T-Swift for Red? She's, he's like, yeah, I did. My song, and he kind of hinted that there might be two songs he's doing on Red. Now that's very awesome, but what mm-hmm. I really need to get you up to date on is yes. actually even more important. Oh, good! You know about the ten minute all too well. Come again. Ten minute all too well. You can't say it faster, and then I get it. Ten minute all too well. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> you're so lucky, Emma Swifty, and you're a former radio DJ. So you care about the length of songs. Just got a text from Dawn. I'll update you after the Taylor Swift story. Thank you. So Taylor Swift did uh, this recording at this uh, live thing she was working on with a 10-minute version of the song, All Too Well. And there is a bridge in All Too Well that will literally bring you to your knees. Oh. <laughs> and the fact that she has turned this already five-minute song into mm. a 10-minute song. Oh. And this... 10 minute song. Yes. Is going on her album. 10 minutes of yes. All Too Well. Like, mm. what is it? November Rain? You know, that's a long song. It's so disrespectful to talk about another artist while I'm giving sorry. you. I'm so sorry. I was trying to point a reference. Sorry. Wow, that's awesome. Please get yourself emotionally ready. We thought 1989 was coming out, which is like Bad B. And yeah. Red is like broken hearted. So like we are all And it's Red that's coming out, right? Red is coming out. Red is the redo. And I think I forget how many songs. It's like thirty songs she's gonna put on this bad boy. And again, ten minute all mm. too well. And all too well is about like an ex boyfriend. I mean all spoiler alert, all the songs are about ex boyfriends. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no they're not. That, that narrows it such, down to all of Taylor Swift's oh, entire such, catalog. Uh, a guy thing to say really about barely you know what Rocco I thought you were better than that I was gonna name this show RBS like Rocco BS Brittany and Steve but now I'm just gonna name it the Brittany show
Oh, gosh. I, <laughs> I like the working title. But no, it's about one of her boyfriends and how he was cute as a kid and stuff, right? I, that, all that too that? well. Like, yeah, they like have like a relationship. And then she's like, the bridge is like, you call me on the phone just to break me like a promise. And then she just goes, you casually cruel in the name of being honest. And that bridge, if you're a Swifty, you will punch in the air. You will freak dance. You will dry hump anything. It is wild. So. Hmm. Should we play well, it? Well, I'm pumped. Do we, wanna, do <laughs> we hear we a little bridge? bit? I don't know. Steve's not even <laughs> No, listening. if they He's have the bridge, it's war. exciting. Uh, it's exciting. Not, we have a little bit of the all too well bridge. I'll be more excited. I'll get it later. I hate you guys. Side um, note. Heard yeah. back from Dawn. What'd you say? I said, Dawn, had you already reached out to Donna? Is that why Donna is now feeding us a lie about a dentist appointment on Thursday after the show? Dawn said, no, I have not already reached out to her. And then Dawn McLean. What a great improv artist. She said, should I ask for Wednesday now? <laughs> and I said, yes, and please communicate the need, the timing and the need. So now uh, Dawn is trying to reschedule for a Wednesday with us for lunch. Dawn, <laughs> and now Dawn is coming in hot saying, I really need it, and I'm so happy that Wednesday works out. Uh, Radio Brittany, go ahead. Uh, I was wondering, do you think that she panically made an appointment for the dentist <laughs> <laughs> after all of these tests? I think... I think you might be onto something. I, w- I would have never thought that, but I think you could be right. Or like straight up punched her own face to cause like a <laughs> dental incident. Why is that woman biting on the armrest on the plane? She needs a crown now. Oh, wait, another text from Donna, and then we got to go to break. Let's... Okay. Oh, okay, she liked, I think that works. So Donna now thinks that Wednesday is working, and now Donna's going to come in hot, expressing friend need for Wednesday. I also, in music news, because I know we're really talking about music. Um... Give me the beat. Elton John insisted that he can't write lyrics, but we already know this because of Crocodile Rock. Hey. Yeah, I went there. Come on, just let him have that. I'm a tagging classic he, rock. Didn't he write the music and his partner Bernie Taupin write all the lyrics? All the lyrics. Yeah. That's a good way. When you can figure out the divide and conquer with a... Imagine if you could just be freed up, just make music. You just yeah. make lyrics. It's blending the two that's really challenging i think we learned in this segment that i'm gonna need someone to sing them as well but i right. need to find the button that plays i'm till tandon oh yeah dig that one up man that's a good one all right let's take a break let's, let's get out of here. take a break yeah let's really get out of here let's get out of here uh britney's asking a question am i is this one of your fears question mark she says also this here's a fun headline from britney i'll read it as written how many times can a car crash through your house before you move <laughs> We will dig into these stories and update you on the Donna Valentine text messaging. Uh, when we come back, it is the Donna and Steve show on my talk. Hey, we got to say a quick thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring this podcast. And for keeping my groin comfortable. I love Chill Boys. I love their boxer briefs. They are the most comfortable pair of boxer briefs that I've ever slid on Ugh. to my body. No, I slide them on. Ugh. You know why I slide them on? Because as they come up over my extremely well-developed thighs, I feel the cooling sensation. You feel it immediately, <laughs> Donna. You do. You have felt it too. Yeah, they're kind of they're made for guys, but you've tried them on. You know what I'm talking yes, about. Yes, women like them too. I like to wear them around the house. They are absolutely the most comfortable pair of underwear that I have ever worn. That's because they source the best high performance and eco friendly fabrics that the guys behind Chill Boys could find. Yeah, you know what that fabric is? It's bamboo. 
You're putting bamboo on your legs. You think it's going to be noisy and clank around like panda food, but it's not. It's very comfortable. I'm telling you, it's the most comfortable undies you'll ever wear. Bamboo material has natural antibacterial properties, so it'll keep you free from odor. It'll keep you cool down there. That's all I'm going to say about that. Get 15% off your first purchase at chillboys.com. Use the promo code MYTALK. Chill Boys, comfort where it counts. Oh, the queen of our nation. It's Donna and Steve. It's MYTALK 1071. That's the all too well bridge that will just bring you to your knees with emotion and introspection. She is the woman for this generation that we have needed for a long time. You're talking about the human, right? Not my foster dog? Correct. We are talking about the singer Taylor Swift, not your dog that has the engorged nipples. Brittany Arneson is in for Donna Valentine today. Brittany, it's good to have you here. Good to be here. Rocco is here. DJ Rock Lobster on the ones and twos. (laughs) I'm just going to say this quickly, and Brittany's got a couple stories. The prank on Donna is done because there are spies of hers who listen to the show and don't like a good joke. And so they texted her, and they ratted us out. But guess what? Joke's on Donna, because she texted the wrong Don. She was trying to text Radio Brittany, me, and Don McLean. She, for about the fourth time, has now texted me with the wrong Don attached. And it's just... It's worse. It's just... It's worse. It's, she's got to be sitting in that airport. Just already flustered, and then layers. Layer, then yeah. she texted the wrong Don. And then she's like, the, the her poor Don she texted goes, it's the wrong Don again. Yeah, she knows. I mean, the last time that she texted the wrong Don, that wrong Don did not seem as interested. Like, first time it seemed funny, and then the second time it was like, come on, leave me alone. Please, it's 9.30 9, a.m. <laughs> I have a job. I have responsibilities. Uh. Can't take it back. All right. So anyway, with that, uh, now we get to just some random little bits of news. College of Pop Culture Knowledge is coming up here. Test your wits with us at 1030. Stick around for that. You've got a chance to play and win a prize. But first, is this one of your fears? Is what one of my fears? That's a great question, Stephen. I didn't really realize this is something people actively thought about. So much so, there's a whole word for it. Taphophobia. Taphophobia. Taffy. The old taffy getting buried alive. Um, here's getting a, buried alive in taffy? N- no, just in general. Just oh, no specific substance. But wait, taphophobia is the fear of being buried alive. Yes, is uh, and so does so much so where there has been decades, years and years and years and years from the 1800s. Oh my gosh. where people have created devices that they want to be buried with just in case they the, have been buried alive. The bell, right? Inside of the casket. The yeah. string to ring the bell. But it is far more elaborate than the bell. There's cranks, there's shifts, there's there's these like pulley systems. Um, oh my gosh. Lots of breathing apparatuses. Is this something you personally are scared of? I think I was when I was a kid. I was afraid of what happens if you... Because I... I Dealt with some cluster. Hey, it's Mike, and I'm so excited to tell you about Factors Delicious, ready to eat meals. You know, I love good food, and that is what I love about Factor. It's fresh, never frozen meals that are chef crafted, dietitian approved, and get this 
all ready to go in just two minutes. Never get sick of the same thing with Factor as you'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week. That includes Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and if you're watching the carbs like me, a great keto option as well. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash DS50 and use code DS50 to get 50% off. That's code DS50 at factormeals.com slash DS50 to get 50% off. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Phobia as a kid was really nervous in elevators for a while. So I had the thought of what if I woke up in a casket and then there's what? 300 pounds of dirt on top of me. I mean, I can't even. Let me tell you, this is making my chest tight. The idea of being in a dark place Uh and being unable to turn around, you know what I'm saying, is horrifying. Yeah. Oh, Lord in heaven. You gotta watch Kill Bill. Never. Volume 2. Because oh, that's right. she learns this secret little punch, and it's called like the two and a half inch punch, yes. where you can punch from this far, like just you put your hand out where the wall is, and you can punch and break through. Yeah, and that's how you escape from a casket. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Uh, I was reading these interesting stories, and this one really got to me. It kind of mentally broke me. So, this lady has complained a couple times that she's got this problematic house. And finally, it's gotten to the point where she is at, and I won't tell you how many cars. So these often, she's at this intersection where cars crash into her garage, her carport. Oh, my gosh. Over the seas. So, overseas, thank you. Over the seas. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Under the sea. Over the sea. Keep going. So, how many times until she's now to the point how many times has it happened? Has somebody literally crashed and destroyed her garage? That's got to be town? one time I would pretty much be out of there. A second time and I would be hammering in the for sale sign in by myself into my front yard. Two she, times and I'm a, out of here. She's a little bit more resilient for better or worse. This is the 10th <gasps> time somebody has crashed into her garage and destroyed it. And really? she's been asking the city for, you know, I want signs, I want this and that. I don't, I don't even know what you would do, right? Like, what are the, if it's so bad that they like crash into it, I don't know if like a slow down, please. I don't know, think like, that's going to work. It's going to help out. Maybe they just shouldn't have built a house there. Yeah. I remember even just thinking there is a, there's an intersection near my house in Pittsburgh where we grew up. And every time there's a stop sign and straight ahead is like a living room bay window. Mm-hmm. And I thought, how do they live in there with headlights coming against their window ad nauseum all throughout the evening? 30 seconds goes by, there's another car at the stop sign. High beams right in there. In that, well, you have to have your curtains drawn all the time. Have you ever worked like a really early morning shift? Yes. I assume so, because yeah. most people in media have. 
Uh, I used to drive without my headlights for the first couple blocks when I would leave my neighborhood. Oh, my gosh. Because I'd leave at 4 a.m. and I'd always think about that. And That's overly conscientious. Thank you. That's the kind of friendship I bring to the table. I don't know if that's a good thing. Right. Hey, Rocco. Yo. I'm gonna, Actually, you know what? I want to play something for you guys. We've been talking about a lot about Owen Wilson and the impression that we're all working on of him. Wow. But there's this really cool thing that I want to pull up on. Uh, I can pull it up right here. Will Smith posted this on his Instagram today. But it's from a guy from a few days ago who did this great Denzel impression. Denzel reading the lyrics to the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song. Do you want to hear a little bit of it? Mm-hmm. Here we go. West Philadelphia. I, I born and raised. Yeah. And the, uh, and the playground is, is where I spend most of my days. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just chilling out, maxing, relaxing all cool. How do we feel about that, that so sounds, far? If, it sounds just like it. Isn't that amazing? Like Here we go. You know, uh, shooting some b-ball outside of school. Now there were there were um, there were a couple of guys, and and and, and they uh, now they were up to no good, and they you know stopped making trouble in the neighborhood. I I got into uh, I got into one little fight, and and my mom got scared. She said, "Oh, you're moving with your auntie and uncle in Bel Air." You know. Let me take you right to the end. I remember there being a really good ending to this. Yeah, and I, and I was I was finally there. To uh, to sit on my throne as the uh, <laughs> as the prince of Bel Air. Yeah. That's, well, you got to you got to see that guy do it. It's really good. You go find that on Will Smith's Instagram page right now. Great Denzel impression. We're playing the College of Pop Culture Knowledge next. Give us a call six five one six four one one zero seven one. Bet on me or Brit. If you bet on the right person, you win a prize. Game time next. It's easy to bail on a workout, but it's hard to bail on a friend. That's why I like the idea of a workout buddy. Somebody that can keep you accountable, push you a little bit to lift more, run a little bit faster, or try a new exercise. Right now, The Y is offering $10 enrollment with no dues until August if you join by June 30th. So you and a friend can sweat, stretch, strengthen, and yes, you can save together too. Join now at ymcanorth.org. Oh, at tcpride.org. Uh, Britt Nene is here. Britt, this is your final chance to do Donna justice because I think we're giving Donna your points that we're not keeping track of. Yeah. <laughs> and so she will. She I have will... one and you have one. Okay. Oh, so and this will be... be the tiebreaker. This is the rubber match, as they call it. Well, no, uh... I would never. That's disgusting. Oh, it is weird. <laughs> okay, let's get it started. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host, me. I want to see how smart you are. So, uh, we did get a caller. Her name's Lynn. We'll get to her in a second. Today's topic on the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. Sometimes I like to see who's having a celebrity birthday today. <laughs> Guess who's turning 55? It's Jad Cusack, everybody. Oh. oh. And uh, so we are going to quiz you guys on the films of John Cusack. Cusack. You know, you I say it? Cusack. I think technically it might be Cusack. I think it Ugh. is. But that <laughs> sounds say rubber, like it should be bleeped. Cusack. Ugh. Yeah, Cusack sounds better. And by the way, um, for well, actually, let me introduce the caller first. Let's okay, bring, let's bring them in, and then I'm going to persuade she them. She is Lynn, and she is on the phone. Hey, Lynn. You. <laughs> you haven't heard her yet. Hi, Lynn. 
It's Liz, but oh, I'm geez. sorry, that was my fault. Wow, sorry that she called. I'm sorry that Brittany called you, Lynn. That must have sucked. Um, hey, Liz, how are you? You sound really fit. Are you on your way to exercise class? I'm not, but I am on my way to a massage. That's why oh, I'm happy. Oh, you I'm deserve nice. it. You deserve yes, it, Liz. Queen. With those... Thick, great muscles, those definition. Uh, he took my fit thing, Liz. It's so rude that he takes that. Don't ever call a woman's muscles thick. Don't tell me how to. Is our right. bodies, our choices. <sighs> okay, Liz, happy that you're here. Uh, Liz, can I tell you something before you decide who you're going to play with? The topic is John Cusack. Okay. I'm a huge fan. Great. Huge fan. Me too. Wonderful. I, my Zip tat, it, my lower back tat says Cusack or bus. <laughs> My, uh, I have a real story about John Cusack. When I was interviewing him once, oh, sorry, name drop. Um, he had lidocaine from a dental procedure that he had recently had. And I said, oh, what is that? And he said, lidocaine, do you want to try some? And then I dipped my finger into his lidocaine bottle and then rubbed oh. it on my mouth and then proceeded with the interview. So you want to go with dumb Brittany or the guy who literally shares prescriptions with John Cusack? Your choice. <laughs> I have a really hard time with this because I think Britt Britt and I have soul spirits and live through a lot of the same time frame. Liz, 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 please, please, here's the thing. He talks so much and you don't want that in your life. Liz, can I bring you back to your thick muscles that Brittany was talking about earlier? I think, Steve, you might be a little too young to have lived through the two-pack years. I'm older and wiser. That's not even true. I have to go with my girl Britt Britt. Yes, you do, Liz! All right. I'm going to leave now. Um, Liz! Is our celebrity couple name? <laughs> um, and when we come back, we're going to have to talk more about Steve and his inappropriate touching That's of so celebrities. Cool. I honestly thought that was going to be the wing because it's like that. He's right. That's a lot you have in common with that gentleman. <laughs> okay. um, all right. Are you ready, Britt? Yeah, I'm really relying on Liz. Sorry, Liz. I lied to you. I don't know him well, but I really like you. Okay. Well, she's on hold. She'll I know. Be listening. I'm just telling her. Um, we're going to start with this one. I often start with the one that has the lengthiest question because Love then that. it doesn't yeah. count against the time. So here it is. That's smart. Name the 1999 movie where he plays a puppeteer who discovers a portal into the mind of a famous actor. Uh, what's eating, what's inside John Mulaney's head? Oh, I forget his name. Go back. Go, go to the next one. A uh, 2000 film where he plays Rob Gordon, a record store owner obsessed with top five lists. 2000? Mm-hmm. No idea. 1997 film where he plays an assassin who returns to his hometown to attend a high school reunion. No idea, but the first one is John Malkovich. Inside John Malkovich or something, what's... All right, let's hope. Liz, please. Liz. I'm so sorry, Liz. Is, Liz, please don't be mad at me. I really want to be on my teeth. <laughs> I'm so... I think I know the answer, though, to the two she does it. Oh, good. Let's hear... Okay, so we'll start with the first one. The puppeteer who discovers a portal into the mind of a famous being, actor. Yeah, being John Malkovich. Okay. Yes. How about the second one, 2000 film, where he plays a record store owner obsessed with top five lists? Is that High Fidelity? Is it, Brittany? I think so. And 1997 film... Girls where he play plays... blank. You don't even have to ask me that one. That's, like, my fave. Liz, I'm not joking when I say... Would you marry me? <laughs> wow. This was That's pretty That's a good. great film. I mean, Dan Aykroyd is a serial killer slash hitman. It's amazing. Hitman more than serial killer. You gotta watch that one. I don't think I've ever seen it, but I remember everybody loves the gross point blank. It's amazing. I love Liz so much, and we'll get Steve back. Okay, we can bring Steve back. Even though I kind of don't want to, because it's kind of nice to just talk to Liz. 
Oh, here he is. Hey, guys. Remember it all too well. You know, I was thinking about looking up. I, I thought about it too late. The John Cusack song, whenever he holds up the boombox and wants that girl back in that one movie. Yeah. Well, I maybe wish I would have played that song. I use that for a tiebreaker then. So. Yeah, thanks, um, Steven. Here we go. The qu- I don't even you. think there will be a tiebreaker today. That's my prediction. Let's see where we're wait, at. Wait, wait. Who Are do you think's going to win? Mm, Just say that won't be hurt. Okay. Um, or is it Briz? Blizzard! Blizzard! <laughs> All right. Steve, I'm going to ask you some questions about the career of John Cusack. And it starts with this 1999 movie where he plays a puppeteer who discovers a portal into the mind of a famous actor. In Being John Malkovich. 2000 film where he plays a record store owner obsessed with top five lists. Pass. 19, High fidelity. 1997 film where he plays an assassin who returns to his hometown to attend a high school reunion. Bippy's hometown revenge. <laughs> Rocco. Yeah. I was, come on. Now I'm starting to get worried that that might not be right. Bippy's. Bippy's hometown, hometown revenge. revenge. Lock it in. Final answer. Locked in. All right. Let's bring uh, Blizzard back. Blizzard in the house. Make it snow. <laughs> you psycho. Right. Hey, Liz. I'm on it. I. He's like the best '80s crush of your life, John. Uh, Love yeah. the man. So I knew all the movies. I got to tell you, Steve, basically, Liz won the game for Britney. She got all three. Oh, did Britney get any or no? Um, I don't. She danced around the John Malkovich one. Did I get one? Does that you mean got that. You two. You got Malkovich and High Fidelity. Unbelievable. It doesn't matter. It yes, it does. It doesn't matter. Not in my heart. Internally, you know it does. You'll no. think about it before you go to bed. I'm a loser. Um, yeah, Jock-lock. so um, it was not Bippy's uh, hometown. hometown <laughs> what was it? It was Gross Point Blank. That's what I meant. He plays a guy, last name Blank. He's an assassin. He comes back to high school. And, yeah, in Gross Point, Michigan, I believe. Wow. Right, Liz, Liz, what are you going to do with the shirt? Wear it with such pride. Yeah. Oh, this is really cool. Yes. We're, we're really happy for you. We'll send it out. We'll get it to you within six to eight weeks, depending on shipping times. <laughs> yes well uh thanks liz yeah i'll talk to liz i'll put her on hold and um then uh, yeah do you guys want to get tipsy what do yeah we let's do tip here? it out right okay, now and i'll be uh, i'll be back in a few Bye, time Rocco. for a tip everybody on the show getting tipsy 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 not about what you know, it's about who you know. And I know Liz. That's a good tip. That's a tip. Don't be smart. Have Just a know friend. smart people. Have a yes. Friend. Do you remember last week we talked about this tip? And I tested it out and it's legit. It's real. The amount of time that a traffic light stays <gasps> yellow corresponds to the first digit of the speed limit. So if you're in a 50 mile an hour zone, the yellow light is going to last five seconds long. If it's 35, three and a half seconds. I've never looked at yellow lights as horrid as I did the last three days, and it's legit. It really holds up, which is great, because if you're going 50, cruising down Highway 10, let's say, you want to know when it goes yellow, and do I need to jam on my brakes here, or do I have time to go through? How many times did it come up that you perfectly saw the beginning of the yellow? Like four times. So only four times. Well, only four times? That's an insanely high amount. We, considering- we need more research. As somebody comes from, like... A vast amount of research before they declare anything. Like, that's not a lot. 
of information. Oh, is, it, is this the medical field thing that you're doing right now? Is this the nursing humble brag? I mean, you said it. I didn't. Blizzard! Okay, but I like I like that you're doing... I think you need more research. You need more research. We need more people on the streets, preferably walking, to watch it and count it. Because I think that when you're doing the car, you're not counting right. You could be... You need a timer, okay? I'm going to just say it. I think you might be filling that time with the amount you have. Your headphones say Lori and Julia show. Oh, Julia, really? <laughs> I have headphones. I just leaned forward. I fell asleep while Brittany was telling me about getting more research about traffic light time. So, wow, I yawned and dozed and off. I know Julia's listening. Julia, Stephen has your headphones. No, no, no. Wait a second. Yes. Hang on. Hang yes. on. Wait a second. Julia. Hang on. Julia Stephen Patterson wait a has second. your headphones. Get your finger out of my face. Now, wait a minute. I had headphones. Yes, gentlemen. That were not working anymore. Oh, No, no, so no. What? Hear me out. Hear me out. So you have the right to steal when they don't work? So then I reached out to engineering. Ever heard of it? And <laughs> they said, we've got a new pair of headphones that Amy put in her mailbox. Wow, you're doing a lot of name dropping. Oh, I guess I'm on the afternoon drive show now. You I'm wish. looking up. Lori and Julia, Julia, maybe it's Lori's, but I know Julia's listening, so please know if you're looking for your headphones, head on over to Chaska. Stop by Eden Prairie. (laughs) (laughs) Give me another tip, bro. No, we're out of time. Here's what we're going to do. I want you to think about this. Mm -mm. What are the longest running TV shows that are currently still on the air? Do not look at the list. We're going to play this together. I think there are some really surprising ones from my childhood that are still, I'm like, they're still making new episodes of this. Uh, and then some old-time ones. We'll go through the list. Do kind of as a little bit of a quiz. That one, we come back. It's the Donna and Steve show on My Talk. Hey, welcome back. It's Donna and Steve. It's My Talk 107.1, Everything Entertainment. Brittany is sitting in for Donna today. Donna's traveling back from New Jersey. We will hear tomorrow all about how her Christmas in June went, her long-delayed holiday gathering with her family. This was due to uh, the pandemic, of course, which kept her locked and loaded. So we'll figure out how it went, who she got in White Elephant, who got her. Uh, who she was under the know. mistletoe No, no, no. Family. It was all family. Yeah, it was largely cousin family. Cousin Jimmy. Second yeah. cousins. Ain't nothing wrong. <laughs> Not New Jersey, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jersey, anything goes, man. There are two, two states up from West Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> what a beautiful state that is, West Virginia. Is it really? It really is, yeah. Like the the mountains, beautiful. Oh yeah, there was that song, West Virginia. Yeah, Whoa, pick a key, Thank any key, you. there, Brit. I was trying to harmonize. Sorry, it's music. <laughs> you know, I harmonized the other day and got called out, and Elizabeth turned to me and said, "That's wrong." I said, no, 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 I think that was right. You just weren't oh, into so this, it as much. This is like hurt you're people, continuing, yeah, the cycle. Does well, Elizabeth sing? Um, in theory, yes, she sang as a child. She hardly ever just breaks out and sings. I mean, I bless the studio. I fill it up with song every day. Commercial breaks, I'm singing extremely hard. And she will never do that. But she did sing once with Amy Grant, who she had performed Amy Grant's song many, many times growing up in her Lutheran church where her dad was a minister. So she was, eh, how do we put this, forced into service. And so she would sing Amy Grant all the time. Then Amy Grant came through and um, we reached out to her and she said, yes, I will get together with her and I will sing the song that Elizabeth sang all the time in church. 
growing up. So Elizabeth would say, yeah, I guess I only sing when I'm doing it with the actual artist of the song. I don't waste it on the empty studio. Wow. She's a lot cooler than everybody um, do you think when she met Amy Grant, she touched her medication? I was just hair? gonna say that, Rocco. We need a follow up. Me and Rocco <laughs> have been talking of so much behind your back about, about how weird that is. How well, you touched Michael Jackson's fake wig. I I stroked his hair. That's yes. not even the weirdest thing now that we know this other the shared and you shared me- lidocaine with um, John Cusack. With, with with John Cusack. Okay. I did, yes. So like a, sure. a finger dippy deal? Like my a- my recollection of this is he had a like a bigger bottle than should be prescribed. So like a almost like imagine a bottle of peroxide. Now let's let's shrink it like a co- half nail size. polish remover size. Bigger. Bigger than that, I feel like. Uh what's nail polish remover? No, I'm thinking of nail polish. Bigger than nail polish, smaller nail than polish peroxide. Is like the size of a puck, but like long. Yeah, let's put it about four inches tall. Okay. In a thermos-like in structure. Oh. And then he had lidocaine. And John Cusack was there. Craig Robinson was there. Um, a couple other guys from... Oh, oh what's his stop, name? Stop, stop. These details are so dumb, no one cares. Okay, sorry. Stick to the part where <laughs> yeah. you took his prescription drugs and put your well, fingy in his fingy thing. L- let me say this. There... Why I mentioned the other guys, there was there were four or five guys total there. It was a big group interview. It was for the movie Hot Tub Time Machine. Uh-huh. And since they were all there, it was a really loosey-goosey environment. No, no, that does not make it better. It makes- so, so then, well, and so that happened, and I said, how's everybody doing? Good, good, oh yeah, good, what's that? And I don't know if I said, like, what's that, or if they said, or if John Cusack, as I remember him being forward, either in initially saying, here, do you want want some lidocaine? Or if I said, what is that? But then he offered it up. I didn't say, like, do you mind if I get some of that? He offered it up. As I remember, my digit was in his bottle. And then I put it on my mouth. And then we just waited for it to get numb. By the end of that <laughs> group interview, Craig Robinson, who plays Daryl from The Office. Yeah. Uh, at one point, you know when people can just kind of forget that they're blank staring at you? Especially when it's a group interview, and so you don't know when you're going to get called on. As I recall, there was a point where Craig Robinson, after I have John Cusack's lidocaine in my mouth, Craig Robinson is just staring at me. And I said, Craig, you're kind of scaring me. You're just like blank staring at me. And he said, I want to fight you. (laughs) This is all from memory, but I think there's the tape out there to prove this. And I said, what if we hugged it out instead? And then he said, wow, I'm like, I'm real. this is like therapy. And then he said... I will, but only if you take your shirt off. <laughs> that sounds made up. And then I started taking off. I had like a sweater vest on, and I had a button-up shirt on underneath that. So I started taking it all off. And at some point, he like tapped me out, and he was like, hey, that's enough. I had like was trying to get the tie off or something like that. He was like, that's enough. And then we went, and as I was like half unshirted, hugged Craig Robinson with John Cusack's prescription lidocaine in my mouth at that time. Who are you Hold working on, you wore a sweater vest to a hot tub time machine interview? This <laughs> is so work- bizarre. Who are you working for? Like, was this Twin I, Cities Live at the time? No, before I did Twin Cities Live, well, you have to understand, I started my own website called Hollywood Press TV back in the day. So, like, oh. fresh out of college, started a website, and our whole bit was, we're at the end of the line, it's the only way we can get on a red carpet. We were created from nothing. We were just like begging to get on red carpets. And then we just wanted to do the anti who are you wearing interview. Yeah. And so we were always just trying to have yeah. fun, jokey that, moments with people. Is that what that was fun? 
doing drugs with John Cusack. Ah, oh. That sounds fun. That oh, so fun. doing drugs and stripping mid-interview is suddenly, what, not my brand? Okay, and then you're going to numb your mouth before like, yeah, this big interview? Yeah, before you talk. Yeah. I wished it would have taken more. I wished it had really, like, really made me, you know, blah, 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 blah. Question. But, yeah, go ahead. Um, so I now you find that me. interview. I was just going to say, I need that clip. I need that clip of you getting punched. Um, oh, yeah, the DDP one. The DDP interview. Rocco, can you go onto my Instagram real quick? Probably. Go onto my Instagram and then scroll way down until you see my chest out and DDP winding up. Diamond Dallas Page, the wrestler, okay. was on Twin Cities Live and smacked the fire out of my chest. I mean, it was the hardest I've ever... But... I had thought about it at the beginning of the interview. Like, wouldn't it be cool if like, he could show me how they do a wrestling hit? Yeah, yeah. You didn't think you were going to get smacked. No. When he said, I was going to chop him. And when I tap my chest like this, Brittany, like, go ahead, yeah, yeah. hit me. And when I say, just chop me one time, I thought he would show me how it was done. And the force at which he hit me, my producer was up in the control room and said he threw his headphones off and I fell out of frame. And he thought, like, oh, my gosh, his heart is going to be stopped. He's going to be down for the count. And I came back in, and it was fine. And then, like I said, the time that we don't have is that I ended up taking him to dinner. He texts me, hey, I know you're busy. Do you want to get dinner tonight? I end up then meeting up with him for dinner with, like, one of my childhood idols. It's a a two-and-a-half-hour-long dinner. Once I get to the restaurant, I realize my wallet is definitely at the station and I go and find the, 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 the owner of the restaurant who I had done an interview with earlier that week. And I said, listen, can you show me where the bathroom is? And he walked us over from the table. We turned the corner. I said, I do not have any money and I'm going to pay you on Monday, but just don't bring a bill. We're all good. I will come and we will fully take care of this on Monday. Are we good? We're good. And then as I recall, we end up getting the bill taken care of and DDP said, oh, where's the bill? And we were like, oh, it's already taken care of. It's fine. I got it. And then as I recall, dessert was ordered after that by DDP. That's how I remember the story. Do you have the audio, Rocco? I'm scrolling through. What am I looking for? I'm getting hit in the chest. Oh, I see. I finally see it just as. Okay, wonderful. Turn the volume up high. This is uh, this is from Twin Cities Live and listen to the sound. There's some repeats so you can get the impact on my chest. DDP smacking me on live TV. I was gonna chop him. Right Tommy, can I get one chop? Oh my god! Can I get one chop? Oh my god! Can I get one chop? One chop? One chop? Oh my god! Wow! That's what you sound like when you fed the wind knocked out of you. Did you? Was it really hard to act like you weren't hurt? No, I didn't act like I wasn't hurt. Like Did you it cry? hurt. Did you I didn't cry, TV? but I was like, "Oh my gosh!" And then okay. I pulled the shirt down a little bit, and yeah. you could already see that it was instantly red. And by the way, it was like right. It was like had he gone like three inches higher, you wouldn't. I be would here. be talking to you via a machine right no, now. No, you wouldn't be on air. We wouldn't have. Oh. <laughs> did you have a wrestling phase, Steve? Where you were? Yes. In yeah, I think we all did, right? Yes, I was a backyard commentator at a backyard wrestling league for like three summers. Really. You're enthralling, young man. We were supposed to do a television quiz. What happened? I know. We wanted to know I'm, about your Oh, it's the Cusack story. All right. Can we play the game next? Yes. Longest running television shows currently still on the air. No more John Cusack questions for the remainder of the day. I'll see if I can find that interview. Uh, we'll play that game. Plus a dirt alert coming up next on Don and Steve on my talk.